Africa Report with Jean-Jacques Cornish. Bonjour, Jean-Jacques. Bonjour, Kino. Are you well, my brother? Exceedingly. Good. Now let's talk about the Egyptians. They're voting today on their new constitution. You know, I, was, I, I look at stories like this and I go, okay, so they're going to get a new constitution. Uh, but let's look at what's actually happening in the country. Is it even going to make a difference? Is it going to be enforceable? Very, very important that they have a big turnout because that's going to show that, you know, the turnout that ousted uh, Hosni Mubarak and, uh, and uh, Mahmoud, you know, the, it's important that this shows that there is a popular support. The questions one asks is, uh, Abdel Fattah Sisi, the military leader, is he going to play a political role? The Muslim Brotherhood has, of course, called for uh, a boycott of the, the poll, and uh, the new res- the new constitution calls for a two-year, two times four-year term for the president, mm. freedoms of belief, that sort of thing. They, they, once they move on to actually voting in new presidential elections, we'll see. But we know that what happened in Egypt last year was uh, no doubt a coup. Now, the Japanese premier ends his safari. I mean, I'm looking, I mean, things aren't going too well in Japan for him. There's been a bit of a trade deficit that's increased. Uh, tell us more about him ending the safari. Well, he was in Mozambique in Ivory Coast, and he's currently in Ethiopia on the last. It's the first visit in eight years by a Japanese premier. He's taken a lot of aid and development projects with him. But, you know, the point is he's pushing back against China, which has $200 billion in investments in Africa, far and away the largest in the world. And, uh, you know, we're obviously asking what's actually left for Japan. Now, the Senegal conference focuses on youth unemployment, this time bomb. Uh, I mean, they're not the only country sitting with that. I mean, there's the whole of Africa, really, and specifically South Africa with our uh, youth unemployment rate. A big, big problem. Huge problem. 34% youth unemployment in Africa. 60% of unemployed people on the continent are young people. And that youth, it's the youngest and fastest growing region in the world. Uh, 200 million uh, Africans are aged between 15 and 24. That's 20% of the total population. Mm. And that will double by 2045. But with 5.3% growth projected for this year, uh, that's not being translated into jobs for the youth. So this conference is looking at this problem across the continent, something we'll look at with interest uh, over the next few days. Just a very quick, quick, quick one for you. Uh, before I've, got to go, I've got Ronnie in Seapoint wants to make a comment. When it comes to the South African election, do we know who Africa would prefer to have as president of South Africa in terms of you know who gets along better with who? No, I mean, you know, uh, uh, President Jacob Zuma has done very well uh, in terms of uh, popularity mm. in the continent. And I'm going to the summit at the end of the month and, and you know, we'll probably come back with something yeah. more cogent to say about that. I know that President Tabo Mbeki uh, was considered to be a little bit airy, a little bit intellectual uh, for them and, and maybe a little bit sort of didactic, you know. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, Nelson Mandela was hugely popular. Absolutely. There, there's no doubt that there's an overwhelming support for the ANC as the liberation mm. or, or the oldest liberation movement in Africa. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's no... Uh, and, and, and African countries don't play that game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you know, but, but uh, certainly the ANC can say that it is far and away the most popular JJ. Uh, party in Africa. JJ Cornish, always good talking to you, sir. Have a good one.